no weird spooky intro. I mean, no. they're lovely. They're not weird. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they are quite weird. This time around. <laughs> We're playing. Oh god, she's dying. Sorry, a mini egg. Just <laughs> around. A bit of mini egg went down the wrong way. Um, this is our <coughs> cool, chill, laid back talk back episode. Yeah, mm. the end of the first series of yeah. the campaign. So, I can't believe we're at the end of already. Season one. Mm. Wow. Season one of Outcast is done. Back recording really messes with your head. Yeah, it does. Mm. I, I, I'm really enjoying it, though. Mm. I think It's so um, nice being able to do it in person. Peek behind the curtain, the entirety of IWD Scion. Um, mm. Obviously, it was started in the middle of um, a, major, a major global event that took place in the Um Something we're not going to mention on this podcast. <laughs> So as part of that, we had to do it online and then mm. kind of people were, uh, you know, Lou's got a job, mm-hmm. uh, Anne got a job. Will's still unemployed. Uh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> but you, you, you know, like... Yeah, life happens. I mean, Lou's got a job that wasn't working at the pub. Mm. What was it you yeah. said? Life gets in the way. Yeah, so that's like a Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> He's Goldblooming. <laughs> um, so, so, like, as a necessity, we ended up having to do that all online. Mm-hmm. Now we are all a lot more settled and being able to record in person is great. You can feed off the energy of everyone in the room and being able to batch record is also useful because it means you don't forget what happened before. Yes. I think it also gives us some way to some really, really good RP moments mm-hmm. because... It's a lot I think, more difficult to do online. Yeah, when you're online, you're kind of in a space where obviously our main concern at the table is everyone's enjoyment mm. and comfort and safety. And that is a lot harder to judge when you're just doing stuff often online. through just voice mm. recording. Yeah. Um, and so I feel like it gives us all more confidence to have those like Let's tense see if this moments. Works. Yeah. Yes. Because we are able to like you know Go talk about it. it, look at each other, see how mm. we're feeling. Um, yeah, and I think this would be kind of a good moment to talk about perhaps some of the differences we've noticed to our previous campaign. Um, some of the maybe you know things we we expected to go one way and didn't how like how we feel about our characters I think yeah it's a really really good way to start off um so yeah does anyone have any thoughts mm. or does anyone have any questions <laughs> that i may answer or may not were you looking forward to about this campaign Ooh. that you feel like you couldn't have done in the previous one i think i was looking forward to because we decided quite early on that we were going to be in person we were just like yeah it'd be nice to do mm. it that way i think i was looking forward to like being able to try, and also within the new system, try more spooky stuff in a way. Mm. And like spooky in like what's going on, but also in how we interact with things and what's happening. And it's, it's not a horror podcast, mm. no. but it's got some more of that sort of atmosphere, mm. which I think also works a lot better in person rather than yeah. Yeah. online and just bringing in that sort of that's slightly odd atmosphere and because yeah. of the way with the like obviously it's a werewolf campaign and there's lots of things about the supernatural mm. world that's re- just, I think, a really interesting thing to explore mm. in characters i think maybe if we're comparing it to anything our first campaign was very like teen literature mm. kind Almost of YA. YA. Yeah. yeah um but now we've kind of gone into the what is the real like young adult yeah fiction mm. Um, and I think it's really fun to be able to, like... We haven't had any questionable moral romance yet. I think it's really fun to be able to go to those dark, darker mm. places. I think, like, I was admittedly 
when we decided to remove the sex move from this game, which I feel was I like still stand by. I think it was a oh, really yeah. cool. Oh yeah, absolutely. yeah, I was a little bit concerned that that would be us turning away from the more adult elements of the game. No, but I think it's really cool that we still get to explore. Like, yeah, psychological. And like, yeah. there's nothing like, and I'm I'm not against like having mm. relationships and things in the game. I just don't want to explicitly. I just explicitly sex. wanted to do the sex yeah. moves, and also because of the way it works with things like dominate and everything, I just think there's. It's. An, I think it's a really interesting mechanic that could be explored very well in a home game mm. without people listening in, where you could pause and talk about things yeah. and have yeah. that sort of so make sure that it's all consensual Absolutely. and everyone is happy about it. Which, for purpose of this being a podcast, it needs to be a bit yeah. more streamlined. Yeah. Like, there's gonna be a moment. There's a moment you guys will have had if you're listening to this on the feed. Uh, where we'll and, and if you haven't heard this, go back and listen yeah, to the whole yeah. series. Spoiler alert! Spoiler Where um, my character, uh, I, I attempt to dominate Will's character, and there is a section where we were discussing about like what the boundaries were and what we wanted to do. It's um, also worth noting on the dominate thing that, that even the way it's written, there is a specification you can't dominate in terms of like sexual consent. Yeah. Or self-harm. It's not a thing, or self-harm and things yeah. like that. So, we, yeah. Yeah, yeah which, which is neat. And... Um, we've had a lot of support from like Black Art Marder yeah. who uh, made amazing. this game so they shared um, Bite Harder which is yeah. the um, it's sort of like an expansion to Bite Marks with some additional classes and some cool narrative stuff which is stuff. awesome yeah. mm. which is awesome they shared that with us for free and I thought we, is... should, we should describe yeah, that shout out to Black definitely Marder definitely they are they're amazing um, and I think the sex stuff is interesting and it works in a particular type of game yep. not for our podcast because from the start the focus of our podcast has been family friendly yeah. Yeah. And it's why we don't have a swearing in the game mm. Uh, and so on. Despite my best efforts. Despite your best efforts. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Will has been the, I know. the, yeah. the problem yeah. this, this yeah. recording season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Declan's been going through it. To but, be but, you've yeah. all been you've going. All. <laughs> yeah. but I think I think it's interesting, and I think the sex is sort of... The way it is in this game, it's less about the sex, and it's more about the power dynamics. Yeah. And yes. we've just found an alternative way to represent yeah. this mm. in our game, which I think yeah. sort of fulfills the same yeah, like, narrative totally purpose. Agree. Definitely um, got some interesting power dynamics happening. Yeah. So I guess one of the things I wanted to ask uh, Will and Chloe Oof. is going in, because we've talked a little bit about this and we've been like, save it for the talkback, save it for the talkback. <laughs> um, but going going into your character build, because we, we've sat with these characters for basically a year before yeah. we started playing. Yeah. Um, have you felt like they've gone in the direction you expected and wanted them to? Is there anything about them that like really surprised you when you started playing them? Uh, mine has absolutely gone in a completely different direction. That's so uh, cool, though. <laughs> it's cool. I think... Because um, uh, there's always been a number of... As with every character, there's a number of sides to Harriet, you know. Mm. But I thought that because of the context of where we are at in Harriet's life and in her story, we're going to go more down the, like, oh, I'm the comforting auntie yeah. with wise old words kind of route. Um, because... The other sides to her are more in the past, whereas yeah. this is where she's at right now. But because everything has been so stressful and this is what's yeah. going on, it's like it's gone, it's flipped, it's gone the other way, and she's turned into the I have to control this, so yeah. I've got to be the mean one, you know, and I'm going to keep everyone in, in check, uh, and it's end up just being a bit annoying mm. <laughs> and a bit horrible, you know, which I didn't expect. But it's 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 interesting, yeah, to to sort of have those. I think the PC flips. dynamics have been really interesting. The way they've grown over this. Over Absolutely. the episodes mm. has been like the the 
just like the way you all interact with each other has really like deepened and like developed over this over these episodes and i think it's we've left it in a very interesting place mm. for all of your characters especially now that you are separated from the pack and going Trapped away from in the a car altogether with a random vampire yeah yes because um, mags hasn't been confident yeah. this season a mm. lot of her frustration with Declan and Harriet has definitely come from a lack of understanding. Yeah. Um, I guess in that she um, cares for, and kind of in her own way for both, who does respect them both very deeply, but she is frustrated with, I guess, kind of in the middle of that Harriet cares almost too much. Mm-hmm. Um and isn't like stepping out as an individual figure she mm. like sees her very much herself as a cog in a machine and Max mm. is very frustrated that she can't recognize that she's more than that mm. and with Declan I think she's just really angry that he doesn't care because she wishes she could be like him <laughs> he does care she just doesn't understand <laughs> yeah. how yeah Declan has the walls and the barbed wire yeah. <laughs> but apparently only Sylvie can get through <laughs> yeah to um, an extent. To, yeah. to an extent. Mm. Um, I think it's a I think what is interesting is the levels of care different people all have for the pack, where mm. the three of us all still obviously do care for the pack, but in like very different mm. ways. Yeah. In uh, a personal sense, in a more like utilitarian sense, you know, we protect the pack and the pack protects us, yeah. versus this is a group of people we all care about versus mm. this is my family. Yeah. So mm. that's a really interesting thing to explore. Absolutely. Think... And something I didn't really expect to come up at all, mm. but I think that's yeah. been like hugely foundational yeah. mm. in our characters' relationships mm. is Mags being a born wolf and you two being turned. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, like, that is quite. It's one of those things where I think it's great that we've got the, the difference of being you've got the born wolf. You've got Declan that's very recently turned wolf, and you've got Harriet who's a yeah. older, was turned a very long time ago wolf. Mm. So you've got yeah. three completely different, different experiences. perspectives and experiences. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, I think I think the one of the really good central theme, themes is like conflict. Mm. Um, so conflict between like previous life and life as a wolf. Conflict between like the desires of the pack and the desires of the individual. Mm. And between what we think the right thing to do is and um, the alphas direction yeah. as yeah. well. So yeah, there's been a lot of kind of trying to resolve that. Absolutely, and I'm I'm really interested in like, I think the themes that I'm really keen on exploring for Mags mm-hmm. and that she is currently going through is accepting that conflict of like duty to your family and duty to yourself mm-hmm. because they are two very very different things. Absolutely. Um. Mm. Yeah. I now I thought it'd be nice as well if we talked about like season highlights. Yeah. Um. Ooh. I guess one of my this is um. Like so, one of my one of my highlights is probably I really didn't expect the adventure to go in the direction it has done, mm. and I think Lucy did such an amazing job with because I was kind of resigned to at least our first season, not resigned because that sounds like I wasn't happy about it. I was excited about it, but our first season being very like focused on a small area, just in like the local air, like just in like. The local highlands yeah. and it being like a kind of establishing a adventure. slightly lower stakes um but we've, we're going like straight away like full 100 <laughs> yeah that's really exciting <laughs> mm. um and yeah i think you've you have always been obviously a really good gm Thank but you. i think this season you have become a lot more reactive mm. and i feel mm. like this is a lot more collaborative it's, as as a campaign i, I think the the system 
works that way as mm. well because it's a lot more of an RP heavy system and I prefer running RP heavy games yeah. where it's yeah. less me because Sky on I was telling a story and the way the, the way the system works and the story we were telling it was very much like video gamey video almost. gamey like yeah. this is a it, it wasn't railroaded because it was very much you can go about this and, however yeah. you want to do but it was very much like there is a definite yeah road ending there's a road that you're taking yeah. whereas this one I've just been putting <laughs> stuff in and it's like okay the way you react to things, the way you do things, that is changing the story. So it's a lot more, I can be a lot more, okay, you've done it that way. That means all these other things yeah. that I've yeah. got going on in the background are changing this way. Yeah. Like when um, I had that moment a few episodes ago talking about like whether I could actually like feel a sense of foreboding mm-hmm. and having you let me like pick up the ball and talk about how NPCs were feeling and like letting mm-hmm. me run with that felt like really empowering as a player. Yeah. yeah. No, that's it's really fun. great. <laughs> um, I think because... We have now all played together for a longer period yeah. of time. We're also a lot more confident in taking big swings. Mm. Definitely, and also being in person helps that as well. Yeah, because we can always, we can if it doesn't work, we'll be like, okay, let's not do that. Mm-hmm. Let's yeah. go back yeah. and we'll get rid of that bit and start again. Yeah, mm. and I I trust all of you guys to like. Yeah. 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 With the big swings, I guess. Yeah, I also love it. Bit like I love RP heavy systems as well, mm-hmm. and especially like it's so much more fun. It's so much more fun, and I really love. Um, the way that a lot of our character arcs aren't really being uh, determined by the story, yeah. they're being determined by our interactions with each other yes. and with the NPCs and stuff. Yeah. Like, for example, like one of the things I think was in the episode we just recorded actually, where um, I know that me and Will had, the, as Declan and Harriet had the conversation, where I was like, oh, you really understand how Mags is feeling, you should let her know that. And then later on, I noticed that Declan said something that I was like, oh, you're doing the thing that I told you to yeah. do. And Max said, you immediately shut him down. And I was like, what? One step forward, two steps back. <laughs> it, it, I guess um, it feels really like organic. Yeah. Really, yeah, which, it, which is awesome. Like, I'm, like my favourite piece of RP that we did was that one between Declan that was, and... Well, that's, and, why, I, I, that's why I really oh. heavily rewarded you guys. Going, like, yeah. you're getting... <laughs> I don't think you used the no. advantage I gave you. Oh, no, I, I forgot we, about, we it. about it. I wrote it down, and I was like, look at that. Don't forget that I did, but never mind. Oh, well. Yeah. And, you would have um, woken up if I'd done that. <laughs> and pack ball as well, because like that was just such a... That's something that, that is what I do like this about this system. It's a lot more... Because like uh, as a in in like um, powered by apocalypse systems, the GM doesn't roll any dice. Yeah, it's just me reacting to what you do and you roll dice. Mm. Um, so it's it's less like oh can I do this? Oh I fail. It's more you can do this cool. Um, it works in this way, but that gives yeah. I've got power it's over very you. Reactive. And when you when sometimes when you do fail and I get the hard moves and I've been doing those rather than doing them immediately, yeah. they've just been okay. I've got a hard move. I will put that I... into play when I can. Yeah, I also really like how when you take hard moves, it doesn't feel like you're punishing us. Yeah, no, yeah. That's, they're not there to punish. They're there to drive the story forward. Exactly, yeah. I don't like DMs who punish people for failing. It's not... No, no. Because at the end of the day, it's a dice-rolling game. Yeah. So, you know... Yeah. So, I mean, sometimes, sometimes people do... And I'm including myself in this, myself most frequently. Sometimes in games, people do do incredibly stupid things. Oh, and they yeah. should be pun- they, sh- they should be punished in quotation marks for doing yeah. incredibly stupid there things. There are consequences for it. Exactly. Yes. Um, but, like, if you've just been like, I'm going to jump over this wall, and then you um, you fail, you just don't jump over the wall. You yeah. shouldn't be punished for not rolling well, you know? Yeah. I yeah. also wanted to shout out um, Will for his characterization of Declan. 
because I think having a character who is like very passive and doesn't care about anything can sometimes lead to like you know when people play edgy characters as their first D&D character mm. and all they do is like walk around and like huff and, contrib and contribute nothing um, and I think you've done a really good job of like displaying his characteristics without kind of knocking yourself into a corner of not having any fun mm. or um, you know sort of um, not forwarding the story does that make sense yeah yeah no, yeah. no thank, thank you I, I appreciate that no That's I okay. agree I think you've done a really good job of like finding the motivations mm. and like the reasons for why Declan is like helping and why Declan is yeah. going along why you know? Declan is the worst person, <laughs> the worst person. so annoying. no but that's the yeah. thing like when you when you play a character that on the surface seems fundamentally opposed to like yeah. mm. what the other characters are going for like you have to find the reasons for why you're working together and why and all of that yeah. and I think Will's done a really good job of that yeah I think I think the PCs are all very interesting characters and I think in some ways they're a lot more nuanced than the characters that we had in Sky On. Mm, and I think so. they are, because of the system and the way we're playing it, they're allowed to be... Um, well, they're all just awful people. <laughs> oh, no. um, just in very different ways. And it's really interesting because, obviously, the system is a lot more based on relationships between yeah. characters. It's, there's, they, there's a lot more depth to them. They're not just superhero. I yeah. also think from kind of the basis of just all of us like growing up as people and getting better critical thinking skills. Yeah. Mm. It is fun to play characters who have like I think when I first started playing TTRPG I was very cautious about giving my characters vices. Mm. Um and it is very, very fun to play a character who can do bad stuff and like she has violent tendencies and she doesn't trust people. She has her walls up really high. Um and is like aggressive and kind of precocious but that doesn't mean that she isn't trying to do like what she think is best and can help people yeah hmm yeah yeah i'm getting real game of thrones vibes oh sort of gosh from the end of the season <laughs> i mean maybe just like a lot of like political mm. machinations going on. Yeah. I think we, we as PCs are in a really interesting position politically in yeah. that sense because yeah. none of us none of us are like disposable. No, yeah, none of us are disposable and but also none of us are like high enough up the chain or yeah. whatever to be in charge or to yeah. be making like big decisions, but yeah. we're somewhere in the middle, you know. Yeah. Mm. And what's obviously your pack is important in scotland yeah it's not the most important pack in scotland yeah. no. it's you're quite a small pack exactly you're an old pack mm. but you're small yeah. and you're quite you t as the pack works you are quite isolated from other groups mm. you don't obviously you have like things like convocation and you know people in other packs but it's you're not mm. you don't really involve yourself with the politics of what's going on yeah. in the wider supernatural community in scotland yeah mm. for sure Whereas there are other packs and other groups that are a lot more involved in the wider mm. supernatural communities who would have a lot more sway. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Which is what would be interesting going over to London. Mm. London. Um, and now I thought it would be fun if we did... Oh, Am's got some forced fun plans. Um, I mean, I thought, like, I we could move on to um, Declan and Harriet and obviously Lucy GM, but... Do you guys have any questions about Mags? Ooh. Ooh. 
I think it would be funny if you asked me about my character. <laughs> well, no one has, and I've said lots of nice things about everyone else's character. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Are you? Yes. Yes. For the listeners. Are you prepared for me to ask you some questions about Declan? Can I start with that? Um, if you want to. I do. For the yeah. listeners, during that exchange, Will was staring very intently into Am's eyes, I, I, daring I, her to... I know when Am is telling the truth. I would like to know more about Declan's motivations, unless you feel like it could give away um, important story beats. No, I think I think everything you need to know has been like expressed. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Is what I'll say. You know? Yeah. I would like to know um, how Max feels about going to London and seeing all yeah. the potentially seeing all the people that she knew in London. She's really excited. Uh, yeah. She's <laughs> how like, does she feel about Harriet and Declan coming with her? She's excited. I think she one of the things like she is keen for both of them to do is for Declan to like find joy in, <laughs> <laughs> in his wolf form. And she's keen for Harriet to become more of an independent figure. Mm. Um, and I think through experiencing the supernatural... The thing I'm trying to reflect with like the supernatural community in London in mm. the way I built them into Max's backstory is much like my own experience of being a young queer person in the middle of the countryside, not really knowing anyone else who's like you, mm. and going to a city and meeting a bunch of queer people for the first time. And it's amazing. It's really joyful. It makes you feel like you're part of this new family. Um, at least that's the experience I had. Mm. And I, I think mm -hmm. in the same way that like, if I had another queer friend from the small village I grew up in and was taking them to meet this community I had found myself a part of in uh, the city, that's like, it's the same kind of... Anne <laughs> <laughs> is holding a small rabbit up and um, just squeaked it out of like, I don't know, tension. Um, it's the same kind of, you know, excitement. I would feel in that situation, mm. I suppose, is the best way to describe mm. it. I think that could be really interesting because mm. I think that is probably very, very similar to the way that Harriet feels about the pack. Yeah. Um, so it could be quite interesting to see the differences because obviously they're really different ways of, yeah. of living, yeah. you know. Um, I also yeah, think, and how yeah. that kind of... Com it's not really a conflict, I guess. It's cause two different things, isn't it? Yeah. But let's but face it, it's Harriet. Much She's going to turn it into a conflict, isn't she? <laughs> I think, yeah, I think without obviously like revealing too much about everyone's own personal lives, our characters, <laughs> our characters' relationships with their were werewolfhood? Werewolf with their wolfness. With their Wolf wolfness. Um, like anthropy. <laughs> yes. That's the word. <laughs> in some ways, um, reflects our own experiences with our queer identity. I mm. think that's really neat. Um, I didn't realise how kind of deeply that theming was going to be mm. woven into the story, and it's just kind of yeah. happened. It's, well, it's, whenever you play a game with werewolves with yeah. queer people it immediately becomes an allegory yeah. oh absolutely <laughs> I think yeah. it's one of those things that like we should have known coming in because it's like it's so stereotypical right yeah. but none of yeah. us really thought about it and now we're here and we're like oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's another theme I've been really keen to explore with Mags is like femininity and butchness and androgyny mm. Um, mm. yeah and I think that's really cool and I like that a lot I'm glad you like your character. <laughs> how are you uh, feeling about the direct? Because I know we've had a little bit from you. But how are you feeling about like the directions Harriet is taking? Yeah, I'm. I'm excited about it because, like I said, it's not what I was expecting, and that mm -hmm. always makes me more excited. Because <laughs> I'm like, I don't know where we go from here. Yeah. You know. Um, 
I think it will be really interesting to see, uh, like, how, because like like for Harriet, a lot of a lot of things are informed by her experiences in the past, mm. which is not always how I play characters. It depends on the character, yeah. but like because because she's so like set in her ways mm. and like this is what i've experienced and therefore this is what i believe yeah i think it will be really fun to kind of see her her I mean, a, I say in, this in a like, little bit like a fish out of water yeah i say this like i'm not playing her but like that's yeah. kind of what role playing feels like to me yeah, sometimes they kind of take over yeah like it, yeah, interesting absolutely. to see what her sort of reaction is to seeing a, like things that are completely different like you know from the the sort of things that she set yeah. she thinks of as set in stone are actually not set in stone. Um, what I yeah. think has been quite interesting is especially towards the end of the season where we started getting a bit more of the backstory about how the PCs really relate to each other mm. about yeah. what happened with the um, Mags's mentor being banished and how yeah. they all play yeah. into that. And I think that's very interesting that we're starting to see some of the the, the backstory of the pack coming out as well. Yeah. yeah. There is a character from Harriet's backstory who I am like very desperate for Luce to bring into the yes. campaign. Um, these three know who I'm talking about, but mm. I'm not going to say anymore because it's not my story to tell. It's, it's gonna, yeah, it's going to be interesting to start exploring more things yeah. to do with backstories as well. Mm. Which I think we'll have the opportunity yeah. to do now that like the the basis has been yeah, set. Yeah, now that you know the, the the ground has been laid. Yeah, and the mm. scene has been set. One of the things I. Um, I don't know if it will necessarily come up in game, so we don't necessarily have to talk about it if we think mm. it will. But I, I'm quite intrigued to think about how Declan became the fixer, because mm. you're very recent to the pack, mm. um, yeah. and that feels like something that we probably would have had someone else doing those kind of things yeah. before, but we never really talked about it. So I'm like, my oh, yeah. obviously this is like again Will's story to tell. My assumption was that we had a fixer. Um, who was just, like, not as good at their job as Declan was. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he just kind of superseded them because yeah. they were yeah. like, you've done crime and were a human for also, a very long time. Also, not, it was not intentional on either party's side for Declan to actually join the pack. Yeah. True, yeah. Maybe it's so, a, a way of, like, keeping him in line. Maybe. Well, <laughs> Will doesn't want to share his secrets. Uh, this is why I haven't asked any Declan questions because every time I do, you're like, hmm. Maybe so. <laughs> Keep it cryptic. Declan is mysterious. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Have you enjoyed making up all the NPC names? Uh, what? Have you enjoyed making up your NPC contacts? Yes. Yes, I have. Well, I've only made one so yes. far. But yes. Freya? Freya? Yeah, absolutely. Freya. <laughs> In my mind, Freya looks exactly like uh, Yasmin Khan from Doctor Who. Ah. Uh, <laughs> uh, it is totally up to you. Mm. And to Luke's, probably. Mm. That is cute. I like that. I'm just doing my classic, like, most popular uh, girls' names in Scotland in like 1960. <laughs> oh, she knows she's a bit younger, but like 1975. Yeah, mm. nice. And just like work it. I just look through and I take like number 40 on the list. Yeah, like, that, that was a thing I clocked as well earlier when you said that Harriet would have been a flower child when we were yeah. talking about that earlier. I was like, oh my god, Declan grew up in the 80s and Max grew up in the 90s. And I was like, their characters make so much sense. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> It's interesting having it set in like the early two thousands. Yeah, really fun. especially because yeah. like because of being in the situation where we're kind of like divorced from society a little bit. Yeah, I I often forget that, and it occasionally comes up, and I'm like, oh yeah. There is a bit that I really wanted to do that I haven't had a chance to bring up, um, which would just be Mags talking to like 
the younger wolves and being like in the human world women shave the hair off their skin it's really weird <laughs> <laughs> um it's just stuff like that mm. but obviously we've been so plot focused yeah. I feel like you bring that yeah. to Harry and she'll be like well let me tell you about the razor campaign that started in <laughs> why oh capitalism sucks <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess the only question I have left is for Luce mm-hmm. uh, which is what can we expect from the next arc um, obviously, obviously non spoilers. Yeah, but. it is going to be heavy politics. Oh, um, Game of Thrones, baby! Yeah, I, I, I love it when Game of Thrones invented politics. <laughs> um, you are all. Mags has been in London before, and Mags has a certain view of how the London supernatural community works. Mm. Whether that view is accurate or not is a completely yeah. different mm. thing. Yeah. And there's some stuff I'm really, I'm really intrigued about by bringing yeah. in and like some I'm gonna go deep folklore stuff yeah. yes I'm really because she's has been gone for like what three months four months yeah it's been mind. a while since you were in London yeah mm-hmm. but it hasn't been like not a year it's yeah. a couple of months exactly but things change um yes they do especially quickly in such a large city yeah. mm. um but I am I'm very excited because to her, this she was kind of like when she got called back. She was kind of in a space of like, what's, like, am I expected to stay here? And to her, she's like, and I'm going back home now. Yeah. Mm. Um. But yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um. Oh, I'm very excited. I can't believe we're gonna have to wait. I know. Some time to keep playing. Um. I just feel so caught up in it. Yeah, well, th- that's what happens when you record, like, five episodes over yeah. the course of, oh, was it, 28 so hours? Nice. <laughs> it feels a lot like um, sitting down and, like, doing a whole playthrough of a video game. Yeah, that, that is what it feels like, yeah. Cool. <laughs> does make it very obvious the point at which uh, that is, like, six months between our two sessions. Yeah. <laughs> We're all like, how do we play the game again? Yeah. <laughs> what are our characters? What do they sound like? Yes. Uh, hopefully oh, they sound I, the same. I remember how to do a Scottish accent. That's I fine. would like to point out that Four of the five episodes we recorded in September are available on Spotify, and the three of you could have listened to them at any time. Yeah. I know. I have I'm, listened to them. I'm a busy Good. bean. <laughs> um, I don't really know how to end this, so... There well, we go. That ends <laughs> There you are. The end. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. You know, this is a little tidbit, so yeah. we're not going to... look. Just look in the yeah. um, description, is the word. My brain stopped working. Maybe nah. that's a good time to end the episode yes. then. <laughs> Yay, Luz! Woo! Awoo! 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 That's how our, our, our serious episode ended and how our talk back then ended.